Hey everybody, before we hop into the episode, this is just a quick little warning that there's a bit of an echo throughout the first half or so of the episode. I, you guys know me, I don't want to point any fingers, but I will say that one of the two of us forgot to plug in her headphones, and so if you hear a bit of an echo, that's why. Hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Smize on the Prize. Episode 2.10. The Girl Who Cheats. Okay. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hey, everyone. This is Jake. And, and my podcast partner on the other end of the line is Christy. We're here to we're here to talk to you about your favorite TV show and mine, America's Next Top Model. Christy, what an episode! Oh, this is a famous episode. I I get why they really crammed a lot of spicy drama into this one. Yeah, when you look at like websites, articles, blog posts about drama on reality shows and who doesn't do that on the regular (laughs) i actually do though (laughs) to research and this episode is often included in like top tens and whatnot yeah i mean whenever you have a contestant curled up in the fetal position behind a chair in an italian villa (laughs) how could you not include that on your top 10 most dramatic reality show tv episodes (laughs) It's kind of like Elise's big tirade in that one episode where she hadn't got any sleep. It's iconic. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, this is the final four. It really snuck up on me. Yeah. Yeah, we moved through this season, this cycle pretty quickly. Yeah. I want to issue an apology to all of our listeners because not that many episodes ago, I referenced that someone cheated on their boyfriend and I had forgotten that it was this cycle. I don't know how I could forget that it was Shandy. Shandy of all people. So sorry, guys. (laughs) You want to tell us a little bit about this episode, Christy? Sure, sure, sure. So this episode originally aired on March 16th, 2004. And this episode was supposed to be about the girls learning about sexy fashion and doing a girl-on-girl photo shoot. It's their terminology, not mine. But the episode really ends up being about Shandy cheating on her boyfriend. Yeah. And April goes home. Bye, April. It's horrifying. Mm. <laughs> Christy, look, you look so upset. <laughs> I'll get into it later. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this one was chock, chock full of events. Yeah, ostensibly, the focus is meant to be on learning about Italian sensuality mm-hmm. and modeling. <laughs> and in a way, I guess this was a very sensual episode because there was a fair bit of smooching. It seemed a little downplayed for Final Four, for them to be learning about something like super specific to Italy and not doing anything that exciting. The challenge reward wasn't that glamorous. Yeah. It was odd. Yeah. But let's hop into it with the episode starting with an interview with Joanna where she gives us an evil laugh because Camille is gone. (laughs) It's fucking weird, Joanna. (laughs) It's a weird energy, but I do I do appreciate a good evil laugh. <laughs> she laughed very evilly. A cackle, maybe even. A cackle. 
They have a lesson with this guy, Stephen Fairchild, who's a fashion designer, was teaching them how to be sexy. Jake, I really tried to look up some dirt on this guy and I could not find it. So I guess he's just a good person. Just a stand up dude. (laughs) That's awesome. It makes me feel a little bit better than about his uh, lavish Italian villa. Very lavish. In Milan, Italy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he was um, teaching the girls how to compliment their bodies with the way they dress. Which is actually really helpful. I wish someone would do that for me. Really useful. And their challenge is going to be to go shopping and put together a really good outfit that complements their body. And their reward is going to be able to come and have dinner with him at his villa that Jake just mentioned. Yeah. Which I maybe I'm just not like an extrovert. And maybe maybe my lack of extroversion is the real reason why my modeling career never really took off. <laughs> but... It seems like often the rewards for challenges in the show are them just being like, you get to go hang out with somebody. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be fun? And to me, I'm like, I would much rather the reward be everyone else has to go hang out with someone and I get the apartment to myself <laughs> for a couple a good hours. Point. <laughs> yeah. And it was odd, too, because all four of them went to the villa and stayed at the villa for a night. But it was just like the winner... Oh, we're going to get into it. Bedroom and a nicer <sighs> seat at the table. Yeah. So weird. But whatever. You know, they're trying to talk about fashion. Yeah. We have to talk about drama. Of course. So after their chat with Stephen Fairchild, they go home and Joanna has apparently in secret gotten the phone number of the Vespa driver. She calls up the Vespa driver and is like, hey, you want to round up? Five of your studliest friends and come over. <laughs> be on TV. And be on TV. And I think in an inter- uh, confessional, she even says, like, I'm single. There's been no testosterone around me. I'm ready for some smooching. Was that Joanna or Miss Mercedes? I think several people were throwing around the S word. But Joanna Mo- definitely says that she wants to get some smooches or something like that. Yeah, because Shandy and April have boyfriends. Joanna and Mercedes are ready to go. Right. So this is interesting. Joanna puts on a big flirt with the guy, and they go into her room to look at her MP3 player. Ooh. If you know what I mean. And he licks her arm. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was some awkward sexual tension energy for sure, which I, I imagine a lot of that has to be from having three or four cameramen in there following you around while you're trying to get your game on or whatever. Like, that was their first contact. Like, I don't want to yuck anyone's yums if they like to do arm licking. It just seems like you would do that (laughs) along with, like, kissing or something and not just because someone's sitting next to you. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like he was, like, testing the water. Like, (laughs) if I can give her a little lick on the arm, maybe I can give her a little lick on the mouth. Yes, and this whole time Shandy's doing great. She's just chatting Having a lot of fun, but she is drinking the wine. Getting some of that vino. (laughs) And then they start doing hot tub stuff. And I think it's really funny because April and the guy, the guy who I think said he was married, he was just hanging out with his friends. They're both like hovering in the doorway. Yeah. And kind of hiding while everybody else is going absolutely hog wild in the hot tub. (laughs) Yeah. It felt like, yeah, that guy and April were like... Nothing good is going to come out of this energy that's <laughs> happening in the house right now. And to their credit, they were right. 
They're right. Well, it seemed like Ioana had a really good time, actually. Ioana seemed like it cheered her right up to mac on a hot Italian guy. Yeah, I think Mercedes was having a lot of fun, too. I didn't see her yeah. making out with anyone, but... Yeah. But the sad thing is that it starts small. It's just like Shandy sitting in some guy's lap with his arm around her, and all of her friends are like, hmm, I don't know about this. Yeah. And they're making out in the hot tub. And her friends are like, ooh, I really... Well, you do you, Shandy. <laughs> and then they're in Shandy's bed making out. Oh. And then fade to black. I don't actually know if they said if they went further than just like making out, but. I believe that they did because this will be skipping forward a little bit. But when Shandy calls to reveal all to her boyfriend, she says, I don't even know how to start. And her boyfriend says, just tell me, just tell me what you did. <laughs> and. Shandy said, it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine. And her boyfriend says, you had sex? And she said, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you could understand them a little better than me. Because I listened to that part a couple of times. I was really struggling to hear him. That was my interpretation of the conversation, at least. And then it devolved into the boyfriend yelling and saying mean things. Yeah. Okay. So sex was had. It seems that sex was had. It was very implied, but yeah. all she was saying about she had all this tension built up and then she just yeah. found release. <laughs> Shandy. Yeah. I have a statement that I think is a true statement and I want to get your opinion on it, Christy. Oh, okay. Nothing good has ever happened from being in a hot tub. You always say this and I just don't think it's true. I think hot tubs are fun. <laughs> They're fun, but like... They're not good. No, not listeners, good. Jake has said this socially on multiple <laughs> occasions. <laughs> what happened to you? Who hurt you, Jake? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> hot tubs are good. I think probably because mostly my hot tub experiences have just been with other women. Um, um, so nothing creepy has ever happened to me in a hot tub. Yeah. Is that what happened to you? No, nothing creepy's ever really happened to me in a hot tub. It's just like, it's some hot water, you know? And then it's like, it's like but then sometimes if you get in a hot tub, you you get into some hot water, like Shandy did. <laughs> so Someday, you and me will have to have a hot tub experience that's very positive. Okay, I look forward to it. Change my mind. Okay, I will. Speaking of hot water, the second the guys leave, Shandy starts sobbing, which lets me know yeah. she wasn't so drunk. She didn't know what she was doing because the second yeah. they were gone, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And yeah. the girls are all comforting her. And, you know, the producers are like high as fuck. So happy that this <laughs> yeah, has finally happened. <laughs> yeah, but Shandy really owned up to it. And I felt so sad because she was like really hating herself. Yeah, I do feel like it says a lot about her character that. Her immediate response was like, I fucked up. I need to own up to it. I need to tell my boyfriend as soon as possible and take my lumps. And even it seemed like for like half a second, she was like, no one was stopping me like they should have been. But then she was like, you know, actually, she was like, no one stopped me or asked me what I was doing. But no one should have had to do that. Like, I, I'm responsible for what I did. And Absolutely. I chose, I chose these things. I'm like, yeah, good for you, Shanthrax. 
I thought it was funny that the next morning she put on a novelty t-shirt that said Shanthrax. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> she was just so sad, but then also wearing a novelty t-shirt, which is a, a strange vibe. Yeah. Jake, I did some research. Oh, boy. On infidelity, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a good time. See, I'm imagining you, Christy, getting up in the morning... You pour yourself a big cup of coffee, even though you don't really don't. like coffee. You grab the newspaper from the front door, even nope. though you don't get the newspaper. You know, you read through that, and then you're like, okay, now to continue my morning <laughs> ritual, I'll pull up the, all the blogs about the most dramatic moments in reality TV show. Okay, cool. It seems like most most people still agree that when Shandy cheated on her boyfriend, that was a, that was a really good one. Okay, awesome. Now I'll do some research about infidelity. <laughs> Um, what did you discover about infidelity? I specifically felt really interested in the demographics. So this is among married adults. Women are slightly more likely than men to be guilty of infidelity when people are in their 20s, but only by 1% more. Whoa. And then for the rest of the graph, men are like way above women in committing infidelity. Huh. And it increases for both during middle age. This is the part that I did not expect at all. Women in their 60s report the highest rate of infidelity at 16%. Mm -hmm. and then, but then it goes way down after that. In comparison, huh. the infidelity rate among men in their 70s is the highest. Huh. What are, what are all these old people getting up right? to that makes them want to cheat so much? Yeah, over a quarter of the population of married men in their 70s commit infidelity. Wow. I don't know why I'm saying it like a crime, but... <laughs> <laughs> They've committed infidelity. I mean, what the fuck? You're like 70-something. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've always heard that old people get... That, like, old people are horn dogs. so... Well, the author of the article said that Americans born in the 40s and 50s have reported extremely high rates of infidelity, and they think it's because this was, like, the first generation to come of age during the sexual revolution. Um, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But just some fun facts for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's fun. No. It's pretty fun. Shut up. Jake, do you want to talk about the challenge? Yeah. <laughs> we They didn't spend a lot of time on the challenge, I think, because they had Didn't to, have time. <laughs> didn't have the time because we were so focused on Shandy's infidelity. I thought this was actually a pretty cool challenge, though. They gave him everybody 200 euros to go buy clothes at a flea market to try to find like a cool Italian kind of outfit. Yeah, I think it's a pretty classic top model challenge Yeah, over the years. But like you said, really fun. Them having to apply the skills really, it like matches up with the lesson really well. Yeah. Who did you think came up with the best outfit? Um, I really liked April's. Yeah, April's is cool. Well, who did you think? Yeah, I liked April's a lot. I liked Mercedes' mm -hmm. uh, outfit a lot, too. Mercedes had like a cool, some cool pants that made her legs look longer, which was something that Stephen Fairchild had said to work on. And she had a cool leather jacket, which I thought was, was a nifty look. But That's he said true. it covered up her shoulders too much. That was really good. I didn't like Shandy's that much, who really? was the winner of the challenge. <laughs> yeah, she had like a, a nice black dress, right? That was sort of the main mm -hmm. fit. Yep. Shandy picks Joanna. This is the episode where we finally see some s clicks for sure, because it's definitely Joanna yeah. and Shandy are buddies, and April and Mercedes are buddies. Yeah. 
I thought it made sense that Shandy picked Joanna because Joanna stroked her hair and told her everything was going to be okay after <laughs> Shandy cheated on her boyfriend. So goes together. Yeah, and which was sweet of Joanna. <laughs> Do you want to tell them a little bit more about what they won as the winners of the challenge? That was so weird. They travel all the way out to this lake where Stephen Fairchild, that designer, has his villa. Like Jake was mentioning earlier, they all four got to have dinner at the villa, but the two who won got to eat at the table with a bunch of other designers and big names in fashion, or at least we're led to believe they are. And then April and Mercedes are just literally in the same area, just like, I don't know, like 20 feet away at another table. Yeah, at a kid's table, and they don't get a chat with everybody. (laughs) There was great footage of them dealing with a bug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they did have some, like, it felt like they had some kid energy from being put at the kid table. But again, as an introvert, I'm kind of like, I could just sit and have dinner with just one other person. That sounds like the reward to me. Yes. Really. Yes. (laughs) Well, because I'm thinking, like, how much... How many connections are Joanna and Shandy really making at that time? Yeah. Ready to move on? Yes. Shandy decides after dinner that she needs to call her boyfriend. And she calls him. They're both like screeching high pitched because they're both so upset. Yeah. Really sad and equally funny to watch. Yeah. He does not react that well. He did say, he did call yeah. her a stupid bitch. Yeah, didn't like that. Said, how can I hug you? I wrote that down too. I thought that was, a, it struck me how young they both seem. Because they're both like 18 or something, right? I uh, think Shandy's a little older. Okay. They they both seemed very young. Yeah, and especially the immediate response being like, how can I hug you now? Was There's something very, very pure and sad about that. But then I lost a lot of... Uh, my empathy for him when he started name calling and being a dick but it is unfair that she just a few weeks earlier was yelling at him for going to the movies with a with a person who happened to be a woman yeah and like that same night she went and laid in a member of the wu-tang clan's lap or something too that's true but the thing that this okay so i've seen this episode a few times the thing i noticed this time was she's at this designer's house. She's out on his porch, sobbing at the top of her lungs. How is it that people aren't overhearing her? Yeah, that's a good question. I hadn't thought of that. If I was at someone else's house, and I was out on their porch yelling in anguish, I guess I'd be quieter than that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, they're at a villa, so maybe she knew everyone else was in a different wing of the villa maybe but they probably heard her across the lake at another villa (laughs) yeah yeah i hadn't thought about that that she's at a fancy influential fashion (laughs) designer's house curled up behind one of his like lawn chairs screaming yeah he was stephen fairchild will be a judge during panel and i just gotta know if he was like you know shandy was like crying really loud right outside my bedroom that night. <laughs> yeah. It, is she okay? <laughs> yeah. I guess probably if you agree to be part of a reality TV show filming, you might, they might warn you, like, some people might scream, some people might cry. <laughs> Shit so gets crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're going to go ahead and pass out the earplugs now. 
but we can move along. <laughs> it's al- alcohol, man. You got to be careful with that stuff. That's how I feel about it, I guess. Jake, would you like to tell the listeners about the photo shoot? Sure. So, of course, we're going to have a photo shoot at this Italian, a beautiful Italian villa at Lake Cucamo. Lake Como. What was it? I did not write it down. <laughs> the Lake Cucumber. Mm-hmm. And this... It's interesting that the challenge was about, like, how do you find clothes that best suit you <laughs> and reveal the the sensuality of Italian fashion? Uh-huh. And then they're like, okay, now that you've learned a lot about that, what we're going to do is have a photo shoot where you're completely nude. <laughs> clothes don't matter. This is Italy, baby. Yeah. So a nude photo shoot, they're partnered up, and so it's... Two models together for each photo shoot, and sort of the bill is to work together to make a good photo without outshining one another. Yeah, they all have really long hair extensions. Oh, yeah, and they get long, long Italian hair. And you know what's interesting? Um, I think I mentioned last week on our little mini episode about the person I follow on TikTok who was talking about what clients actually like in a yeah. model who is a previous contestant. And she was explaining that all of the America's Next Top Model shoots are not actually that great to have in your portfolio. Really? That all of the crazy makeup and costumes really overshadow the person in a lot of ways. So a a photo shoot like this, where they're just, it's just like them, long hair, showing emotions is way more useful for your portfolio. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. It always kind of feels like, too, when they do the, like, black and white glamour shots are the ones where they're like, okay, this is this is the one that actually kind of matters, though, so try really hard for this one. Yeah. when I, The girls from the show who are still modeling, whenever I look at, like, their current portfolios, it's always, like, really bland pictures of them, like, in an outfit or showing their face. None of their top model pictures are ever included. Yeah, that's interesting. How did you feel about this photo shoot, Christy? thought it was really pretty yeah yeah and it showed how how good at modeling Joanna is because she was like finding all of her really good angles and yeah dealing with shandy who was not paying attention to anything <laughs> yeah yeah shandy was not paying attention i almost wondered if that didn't work out well for Joanna because she could just focus on making sure all of her stuff was just right and not have to like compete or something with Shandy to, like, get the angles she wanted or things like that. It seemed like in both partners, there was one person who was sort of taking charge and one person who was not as into it or was not as, like, active in the photo shoot. Yeah, April got negative feedback for over-directing. Yeah. Do you think she was over-directing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm a little prejudiced. I really like April. Yeah. Well, I feel like it was telling that they gave her that feedback that she was over-directing at panel and Mercedes was like, oh, no, she wasn't because she was just giving me ideas and we were working together. And they're like, she was over-directing. We decided that already. Yeah, it seemed like Mercedes was really stressed out by that photo shoot and kind of shut down. Yeah. And I I feel like she should have gotten negative feedback for shutting down instead of them being like, April, why did you take charge? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like Jay was just annoyed that April was trying to do his job or something too, which makes sense that 
that's what he's there for is to tell them what to do rather than listen to what April wants to do. But it also feels like sometimes they give models a lot of props for being more active and having ideas and things like that. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share about the photo shoot? Oh, it was a pretty shoot. Mm -hmm. A little more toned down. The girls looked so delighted to be able to just walk downstairs from where they slept and shoot right there without having to travel. (laughs) Yeah, that does seem really nice, to be fair. On their way back from Lake Cucumber, they stop in at a place to have cappuccinos with Tyra. Really cute. Pretty cute. A cute, an adorable little Italian cafe. (laughs) Tyra talks about how she had her own girl-on-girl photo shoot, and she tells the girls she's done every single photo shoot that the girls do, and I find that very hard to believe, especially as the seasons go on. (laughs) Yeah, surely the longer the show's on the air, the more it's like, Shit no one's had to do before. (laughs) Then, April, she's so funny. She told Tyra that the reason that everyone thinks she's so tense and judging, it's because of sexual tension, because April's attracted to Nigel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. And then it seemed like they were playing it up at panel later, because it seemed like Nigel was kind of flirting with April at the panel, which was kind of creepy, but... Yeah, and I think that's been happening all along. We're just like, because I was like kind of watching it throughout the cycle. Oh, yeah. Shandy told Tyra what she'd done, and Tyra was really sweet to her. Yeah, so I do think that Tyra was sweet to her. I felt like Tyra gave some weird advice. <laughs> oh, no, what'd she say? <laughs> I'm trying to remember now. I should have written it down. But something about like, oh, well, we all have our carnal impulses, but we just have to repress them or something like that. And. Something else, too. Oh, we're, like, Shandy was like, yeah. Tyra asked Shandy if Shandy told her boyfriend, and she was like, yeah. At first, it was just him in shock, and then he was just yelling over and over, how could I do this to him? And then he was yelling at me and calling me a stupid bitch. And Tyra was like, yeah, he'll just need some time, and he loves you. It's really normal. And stuff. Yeah, like, just, just uh, you know, you just be nice to him or whatever. And it's like... On one hand, it definitely makes sense that her boyfriend would be upset and would lash out. But also, like, I don't know. I don't like anyone, I guess, being like, yeah, sometimes people are just going to call you a stupid bitch. And it's just because they actually love you so much, though. (laughs) So I do think that Tyra was being sweet to her, especially when Shandy asked Tyra, like, Tyra, have you ever cheated on anybody? And you could tell Tyra was like, no, of course not. I would never do that. Yeah, because Tyra really thought Shandy had been cheated on. Yeah, and then Shandy was like, well, has anyone ever cheated on you? And she was like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks when people do that. And then Tyra asked Shandy, like, "Did your bo- why are you asking, did your boyfriend cheat on you? And Shandy had uh-huh. to be like, no. Tyra realized. I feel like you could sort of feel Tyra being like, oh, 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 okay, how do I handle this? Well, <laughs> we all have our carnal impulses. Shandy. It does make me think that the producers did not tell Tyra what had happened because yeah. she really seemed to react to it authentically in the moment. Yeah, she seemed legitimately surprised. And then when they get home, Shandy calls her boyfriend again and he's still mad at her, but he's being really sweet and being like, I don't want you to give up. Keep trying. And it seems yeah. like they're going to work it out. <laughs> so panel opens with Tyra and Janice both doing bad Italian accents. And the girls have to do a challenge where they take a large t-shirt and turn it into a sexy outfit. 
Yeah, I love a good arts and crafts challenge. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Do you remember like a couple weeks ago when at panel the challenge was to make those uh, macaroni art <laughs> drawings of your favorite model? Delightful. I thought that was that was great. It's just good it doesn't content. all have to be like modeling or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they show the pictures at panel, everyone did a really good job on their in their photo shoot, which makes me feel like this was a tough elimination, judges. Yeah. Yeah, it did seem tricky, but ultimately it was April who was eliminated. Oh, she is so distraught. She did not expect it. Yeah, I think uh, she even said right afterwards, I don't understand. I always win everything, <laughs> which I thought was, was very funny. Oops. Okay, so this has been my opinion for a very long time. I think they should have sent Shandy home this week because she just was not performing up to par and they should have kept April because I think April should have won the whole cycle. Interesting. Didn't Shandy, Shandy won both challenges this week, though, didn't she? That's a good point. She won the pick out your own clothes challenge and she won the t-shirt design competition. I guess so. I just think everyone's so obsessed with her very thin body in the same way they were with Elise's very thin body. And they're just so thrilled with her growth from not just being an awkward girl that they sent, they eliminated April. April of all people. I don't understand. Or maybe Mercedes. Like the fact that she was super shut down during her photo shoot. They like that's way worse. They should have they should have kept April. I don't know, it really bothers me. Yeah, I definitely was very sad to see April go. And I do think you're right that the judges get sort of blind spots where even during the judging they were like, "Can you believe that this is the sh- the same Shandy that worked at a Walgreens and wore glasses, but then when we gave her contacts, now she looks like she doesn't have to wear glasses anymore?" Yeah. And this is a tough like between the four of them, they're all really good. I yeah it's wrong yeah and she is like criticized like one of her when i was doing research one of the things that was mentioned was she had like a lack of passion in front of the judges which is like a theme yeah but she was like so passionate about the work she was doing yeah yeah and it's always annoying to me how much it seems like the judges make some of their decisions based on people's personality Mm -hmm. and stuff like that rather than how well they're doing or i don't know well, let's jump into our segments. Here's some segues. Where is April now? April is known for being one of the most successful America's Next Top Model contestants of her time. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. She was working for a bunch of modeling agencies in the States and in Hong Kong. She was in so many different magazines. She has been in 17 different TV shows, including wow. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, a show oh, I cool. like, and even starred in one of the shows. They asked her to come back for Top Model All-Stars, but she declined because she was so busy. She will come back on three more cycles of America's Next Top Model just as a teacher to help the girls learn something because she was so freaking successful. Yeah. She is still modeling today, like 16 years later. She looks exactly the same. Curious. She and Mercedes are still really good friends and even have a virtual talk show together. Oh, that's cute. Called Throwback Thursday Time. Oh, I love that. But just as recent in February, she and Mercedes went and were interviewed, and they said they didn't like Joanna very much at all because they thought she was two-faced, which they never said in interviews. Yeah. <laughs> and that Joanna often hurt their feelings 
And she was really, so April was really close to several of the directors on the show. And apparently in the beginning, they went up to her and said, we can't find a storyline for you. Can you help us out? And April suggested that they make her like the business girl of the cycle. Oh, yeah. Which is funny. But April speaks fluent Japanese and French. And while also modeling and acting, she's also a suicide crisis counselor. Wow. According to her Instagram. That's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. I feel like <laughs> of all the models, like I feel like often when a model is eliminated from the show in their final interview, they'll be like, well, this is still my dream and I'll still become the America's top model, even <laughs> if it's not through this show or whatever. And like sometimes I'm like, yeah, it seems like you could do it. And sometimes I'm like, will, will you though? Are you going to, do you think you will? But when April is like, well, I'm just going to go do it myself then. I was like, yeah, she's definitely just going to go do yep. it herself then. <laughs> she's going to get like it she done. did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. What was your favorite Tyra moment? I mean, we really only had panel and cappuccino Tyra. Mm -hmm. Very little Tyra this episode. Criminally small <laughs> amount of Tyra. So probably cappuccino Tyra. Same. Watching her navigate. Were, were you cheated on? <laughs> yeah, the wheels turning on how she was going to respond to Shandy's <laughs> questions. What about you? Yeah, same. We're down to the wire here with only three girls left. So basically, tell us, what do you think the order is? First, second, and third place. Hmm, I gotta give it to Shandy. She's going to take the whole thing. <laughs> Winner, Shandy. Number two, I'm going to say... He's really thinking, guys. Mercedes. It's hard to decide between Mercedes and Ioana, but I want it to be Mercedes more than Ioana. And Ioana's going to give it her all a gentlewoman's third. Love it. It's my prediction. I'd like to leave you all with a quote. Jake, is that a... I would love it. This is from... We'll leave you with the words of Tyra. I always tell my man, don't cheat. Flirt so much with the girl and then go home and do me thanks for listening everybody <laughs> thanks for listening this was a crazy one the summit podcasts and games